Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Oh, yeah. What's going on, DMV? You know who it is. Youngest in charge movement. Linnell Willingham. Here with you live and local on 106.7 The Fan and always streaming live nationally on the free Odyssey app. Ride with me as I take you up to 735 tonight here on this Mad Dash Sprint edition of Overtime. We got Nats baseball coming up next here on The Fan. The fellas in Chicago tonight continuing their post-All-Star Midwest road trip. We'll see Patrick Corbin on the bump tonight going up against Jamison Tyon. It is a 8.05 first pitch. Per usual, you can catch Charlie Slows and Dave Jagler on the call starting at 7.35 with Nats on deck. Full disclosure, Ryan's in the studio laughing at me right now. I'm completely out of breath. I just ran around the entire building trying to find my phone before the show started, and I am sucking windy here uh, during the intro, but we'll get right to it, man. It is a perfect time to be a D.C. sports fan, I feel like, man, because no matter what team you like here in town, hopefully you love them all. Every organization right now seems to be going in the right direction. Here at 106.7, the fan and the Team 980, we have been celebrating really all summer long, man. And today, two days out uh, from our Burgundy and Gold, Burgundy and Sold celebration, excuse me, over at the bullpen uh, here in Navy Yard, we'll be celebrating the sale of the Washington Commanders. We'll have food trucks, we'll have live music. And uh, some of the greats uh, in Burgundy and Gold history will be a damn good time. Uh, doors open for that at 4.30 on Thursday, live out at the bullpen down here uh, in Navy Yard, D.C. For my Virginia folks who can't make it out here to the district, guess what? You are in luck. On Thursday, beginning at noon, B. Mitch and Finley, along with Grant and Danny, will be broadcasting live with our pals over at Old Ox Brewery in Ashburn. So we're partying hard, man. Don't miss it. Uh, it's a damn good time. And I'm expected I'm expected to do something raunchy on Thursday night. It's a little bit of a teaser for you all out there. I'm expecting to do something something that may get me to return to my old nickname, Ryan, the King of Clout. I may do some clout-chasing activities on Thursday uh, while we're celebrating the sale of the Burgundy and Gold. Speaking of the Burgundy and Gold, I don't know if it's the sale. I don't know if it's the breath of fresh air at the quarterback position. The fellas are getting ready to report for training camp. They're about nine days away from the veterans and rookies reporting. And I'll be totally honest, and I get like this, 
pretty much every time of year. So the shtick's probably getting old to everybody, but I am super bullish on this group. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's the sale, uh, Sam Howell and the unknown at quarterback. I don't know what it is. I'm not even trying to get to that point right now. I just want you all to know that I'm super excited and super confident uh, and with this group has the ability to accomplish in 2023. And like I said, I'm super excited. Surprisingly, though, a lot of national media members, when you look around at power rankings heading into training camp, aren't too high on this group, except for my guys Daniel Jeremiah and Bucky Brooks of the NFL Network, who had this to say about the 2023 Washington Commanders. The the other team, I would say, of this bunch that um, I think I'm, I'm just – I'm curious to see how they do because I think they have a chance to be a playoff team, and nobody's talked about them as Washington. Again, oh, for some yeah. of the sim- for some of the similar reasons, like that's yeah. a front. If they keep the defensive front healthy and engaged, they can take over and dominate games, man. And they've they've shown in what they've done against Philadelphia in that division how competitive they can be. They've got weapons on the outside. So um, to me, I think they're the team that's of those five, the teams that haven't been talked about a lot. I, I think Cleveland is right, is, is the best of the group, but I think Washington, if you're going to say what one of these other teams has a shot, I'd say Washington. I like the commanders. I like the mm-hmm. commanders defensively because they can rush with four and get home. I like the fact that they are poking the bear when it comes to chase young by saying, yeah, nah, we're not giving yeah. We're not picking up the option. You're going to have to play for it. You're going to have to do this. You also have a hungry player on the other side in Montez Sweat. They paid Jonathan Allen. They paid Deron Payne. Right there, DJ, we're talking about four first-round picks. That front line should be able to dominate, and we've seen them dominate at times. It's Daniel Jeremiah and Bucky Brooks of the Move the Sticks podcast giving us the skinny on how they feel about the Washington Commanders heading into next year. I want to go into a little bit more detail on the dude that Bucky mentioned at the end of that clip. He mentioned Washington poking the bear a little bit by not picking up Chase Young's fifth-year option. I remember during the springtime, during OTAs and minicamp, outside of the quarterback discussion that's dominated here locally, everyone was up in arms about where is Chase Young? Where is Chase Young? Lucky for us, got a little bit of an update over the weekend from Chase Young as to what he's been doing over the past couple of months, and I love this. I was drooling when I watched the video. And I tweeted the video out uh, on Twitter. It's at N-E-L-L underscore B-T-P. And to my shock, to the surprise of me, right, it went viral. It's crazy because I tweeted it out. I saw it. I'm like, yeah, let me go repost this on my page. I want to see. I just want people to see that this Chase Young workout video looks amazing, right? And I'm not one to get all steamed up over a workout video. But when you consider the injuries, that this young man has had to deal with over the past 18 months. And when you think about the public scrutiny locally and nationally that he's had to face, it feels good to see Chase Young moving around without the brace, I might add. Uh, He was working out at Ohio State. I'm blanking on the defensive line coach's uh, name right now, but he's a well-renowned dude uh, responsible for the success of both the Bosa brothers. I mean, they'll tell you that themselves. And it's just good to see... Chase looked like himself again, right? Because even out at OTAs and mandatory minicamp, and he was only there for the mandatory minicamp, he looked like a guy that had some burst and some twitch to him. But this video, which I'm trying not to lean too much into, the video got me excited. He's bending the corner. He's using his hands. It's everything you want to see from this dude as we sit, I don't know, nine days out from the start of camp. 
He looks to be in the best shape of his life. And I understand that that is like one of the most frequently used cliches during the offseason. But damn it, I mean it. Look at him. I retweeted the video out on my Twitter. It's at N-E-L-L underscore BTP. He looks phenomenal, ladies and gentlemen. And it's so crazy because the comments on the video were interesting. And it kind of reflects this fan base's feelings about Chase Young over the past 18 months or so. How quickly things will change in this town. You rewind a couple of years ago to the 2020 season. And at season's end, after the disappointing loss to the Tampa Bay Bucks in the postseason, we were having talks here locally about that group potentially elevating to the top of the class in the NFC. I mean, Dan Orlovsky from ESPN went super viral for his comments about the Reds, the, the Washington football team at the time heading into 2021. There were Super Bowl talk around this football team. And it wasn't because of the offense. It was because of Chase Young. I still think he has the talent and the ability to be a franchise-altering guy. I really do believe that. It's about if he can put it all together. And the one thing, the one reason for hope that I have for Chase Young, I got a couple of reasons for hope for him. You know who I am. I mean, I'm the biggest Chase Young backer at Odyssey DC, it feels like. But to me, think about the entirety of Ron Rivera's tenure here in D.C. I think we can all agree that the 2022 season was really the only year that that defensive front lived up to their hype. Right? And it just so happened, it was very convenient that Chase Young wasn't a part of that. But to me, man, talking to certain people, understanding the way things work over there in Ashburn, the success in the turnaround up front along that defensive line wasn't because Chase Young wasn't in the lineup. It's because Jeff Scanina is now running that group. Sam Mills III had been the D-line coach the past three seasons for the Washington Commanders. And for whatever reason, that group, despite all the preseason hype they would receive, never lived up to the expectations. Well, they had a new sheriff in town last year, and it only resulted in Deron Payne making his first ever Pro Bowl in securing a long-term bag, career high in sacks. We've got people, as they should have been talking, talking like this is the best D-line in football because they finally lived up to it. I think with a full year of Jeff Scanina coaching, Chase Young will be able to reap the benefits of the good coaching as well. I say all that to say this, right? 2023, while my eyes are going to be glued on Sam Howell and this commander's offense because that's the group that needs to get their act together, I'm going to be watching Chase Young with a keen eye, man. Everything he does this year, I feel like, will be documented. If it's not by me, it'll be, be, it'll be by somebody else on the Washington beat. But fans, it's so weird. Like, I don't know what it is. And, Ryan, you can tap in on this as well because I feel like you're in the majority on this. Why does everyone hate Chase Young here locally? And I may be being harsh in how I'm describing it, but it just feels like here locally, people ain't for Chase Young. Well, to me, it's not hate. Like, I don't hate Chase personally. Like, I don't know the guy. Like, Obviously, from everything that I've seen, he seems like a great dude. Mm-hmm. But when you're drafted number two overall, those comes with number two overall aspirations and dreams that people are mm-hmm. attached to when it comes to Chase Young. You have expectations that you have to live up to, and that's the unfortunate thing 
of going that high in the draft. And therefore, this so far, Chase Young, in my opinion, has not lived up to them. He had a great rookie season. He did. It wasn't an all-world rookie season. It wasn't the greatest rookie season I've ever seen. No. It was a very good one. But it he's got to do it in year two, and he has to do it in year three as well. And now he's got to do it in year four. Look, everything that you just said about Chase Young is 100% accurate. Like, it's no secret uh, that he hasn't lived up to expectations. But I don't know, man. It just feels like here locally, everyone has given up on him. And I, I don't understand that aspect of it. Right? How can you give up on a guy that showed you what he showed you during his rookie season? I'm even going to go as far as to say this. Washington doesn't make the playoffs in 2020 if it's not for Chase Young, meaning Ron Rivera's probably not here right now if it wasn't for Chase Young. So tread lightly on the Chase Young hate. I am completely ready to see him turn it up next year and completely shake loose. I have huge expectations for him. I think he's going to be a defensive player of the year candidate. I think he's going to play that well and have that big of an impact uh, on this football team. You all know how I get down, though. It's the People's Show. Tapping with me all show long, one of three ways. MGM, National Harbor Listener Lines, wide open. 1-800-636-1067 is the number. You can tweet at me as well. It's at N-E-L-L underscore BTP. We'll take a quick timeout. When we come back, a feature we do each and every night here on Overtime is Nell's Quick Clicks. In this version of Nell's Quick Clicks, be a little bit more of the fun variety. Madden, the famous NFL franchise football game, they released some of their ratings here in the past couple of days, and there's some interesting ones. We'll toss those around next. This is the fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome back. It's overtime here on 106.7 The Fan and always streaming live nationally on the free Odyssey app. It's the Youngest in Charge movement, Linnell Willingham, taking you up to 7.35 tonight before we hand things off to Charlie Slows and Dave Jagler. They'll get you warmed up for Nats and Cubs. The Nats 
continuing their post-All-Star break Midwest road trip. They'll take on the Chicago Cubs tonight. Patrick Corbin on the bump for Davey Martinez's squad. It is a 8.05 first pitch. And per usual, Charlie Slows, Dave Jagler, they get you warmed up starting at 7.35 with Nats on deck. Like we do each and every night here on Overtime, it's the dog days of summer. I try to find some good non-sports stories for you. So now, here Nell's Quick Clicks. Here's Nell's Quick Clicks. Well, tonight's edition of Nell's Quick Clicks, I could not keep it away from the sports landscape in its entirety. Madden, my favorite video game. Really, I think the video game responsible for me sitting in this very chair, man. Since I was like seven years old, Madden has been a thing for me, man. When I was in middle school, my uncle would take me and my brother out, and we would go to the mall and get it as soon as it comes out. Sometimes at midnight, we'd get to stay up for it. So I'm geeked up for Madden, right? But my Madden fans out there who play the game every year, you could probably agree with me that the quality of play over the years has slipped. It slipped. And I know franchise mode is a big thing for people. Uh, they've introduced Ultimate Team where you can play online with, like, these fantasy rosters. It's, it's great. It's a lot of fun. But to me, man, Madden's got to go back to its basics. Madden's got to go back to his roots. And over the past week or so, the folks over at EA have started to slowly dish out their rankings for positions. Today, edge rushers and defensive linemen came out. And obviously, you assume Aaron Donald's going to be at the top of the list. You assume Miles Garrett is going to be somewhere near the top of the list. Micah Parsons. But, man, when I got down to the defensive tackle rankings is when things really got interesting. The number one rated defensive tackle in Madden for this upcoming year, for the seventh straight year, is a 99 overall. It's Aaron Donald, right? First ballot Hall of Famer, arguably the greatest player at the position. Number two, Chris Jones of the Kansas City Chiefs. Number three, Dexter Lawrence of the New York Giants. Number four. Quinnen Williams of the New York Jets, number five, Washington Zone, John Allen. You got to go all the way down. I believe he is. Got to go all the way down. Number 83 overall, Deron Payne. Deron Payne is the 11th rated defensive tackle in Madden 24. Can I give you some of the names that are ahead of Deron Payne? Guys like Grover Stewart. From the Indianapolis Colts. Now, I'm a football junkie, so I understand that Grover Stewart's actually a dog. But, like, Deron Payne's better than him, right? And I think anybody over there in Indianapolis would tell you that. He is in front of Deron Payne on this list. That, to me, just makes zero sense. Another D-tackle ahead of Deron Payne on this list. Kenny Clark of the Green Bay Packers. Love Kenny Clark. Your best availability, your best ability, excuse me, in this league is availability. Kenny Clark misses a lot of games. Sack production's never really there amongst the top of the league. DJ Reader from the Cincinnati Bengals, darn good football player. And to me was the big part of that Cincinnati turnaround on defense, having a true anchor in the middle like a DJ Reader helps everybody out. I get him being ahead of Deron Payne, maybe. Vita Vea? Vita Vea at 88 overall. Not only is he listed above Deron Payne, he's five points higher than Deron Payne. Can I, can I give us some numbers on Vita Vea in terms of sack production since he's entered the National Football League? Vita Vea has been in the league as long as Deron Payne has. They were drafted 
in the exact same draft class. There was a thought that maybe Washington would even choose him over Payne. Vita Vea, five years in the National Football League, has 18 career sacks. Deron Payne had 11 last year alone. And we were just talking about this. Me and the Stallion were in studio. Box score, Billies, and I understand sacks do not completely reflect how good a player is. But the eye test tells you everything you need to know about how good Deron Payne is in comparison to the rest of the defensive tackles in the National Football League. Our friends over at ESPN uh, have been putting together this list of the top 10 guys at each position in the sport. When the defensive tackle rankings came out, both John Allen and Deron Payne were in the top 10. And to the surprise of many here locally, Deron was actually listed ahead of John Allen. So, say all that to say this, man. The folks over at Madden, don't worry about the franchise mode. Don't worry about ultimate team. Don't even worry about this cross play that everyone's worried about. PS5 playing with Xbox. We don't care anything about that. Can you get the rankings right of my favorite players? That's all I care about. Because to say Deron Payne is an 83 is a joke. And my Chase Young haters out there, you'll love this. Chase Young, 85 overall. Deron Payne, 83 overall. So that just tells you how stupid the folks are over at Madden. We'll take a quick timeout. When we come back, top of the 7 o'clock hour, we'll get you warmed up for Nats and Cubs. Linnell's lead line coming up next. My top story of the night right here on The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Welcome back. It's overtime here on 106.7 The Fan and always streaming live nationally on the free Odyssey app. It's the Youngest in Charge movement, Linnell Willingham, riding with you until 7.35 tonight before we hand things over to Charlie Slows and Dave Jagler. They'll get you warmed up for Nats and Cubs. It is a 8.05 first pitch per usual. You can catch all of the action right here on The Fan. We talked a little bit of NFL in the opening segment. I want to continue that right now. It's time for my top story of the night. 
and Linnell's lead line. For our top story in other news, we have a news bulletin. More news. The biggest breaking news story this town has ever seen. Linnell's lead line. All right, so tonight, Linnell's lead line. I had a couple of different ways I could have went because despite what everyone says, the cliche is that this is like the dead time in the sports calendar, but with training camp being about nine days out for most teams in the National Football League, we are continuing to hear rumor after rumor after rumor. Earlier today, Tom Curran, uh, who covers the New England Patriots for NBC Sports Boston, he was on the Rich Eisen show and had this to say about Bill Belichick's future with the New England Patriots. You know, you talk about avoiding the hot seat. Rich, he's on the hot seat, and he's been there at different levels of warmth since 2019. Really? And let me look at it this, look at it this way. In 2019, Tom Brady won a two-year, $50 million guaranteed uh, contract, just like Drew Brees had. He presumed he was going to get that. In training camp, it still was not forthcoming. He's like, you know what? If I don't get this thing, I'm walking out. It was explained to Belichick that was the case. They got something done. It was not a two-year guaranteed contract. It was two years with a team option. So at that point, Brady, as we all know, said, okay, party's over. I'm leaving at the end of the year. And he had dalliances with Miami and everything else. So as... That pro- progressed, and the team gets to 8 0 in that season. Brady's pissed. Kraft is looking at it as, okay, well, if we're moving on from this guy, I hope we have a good plan. Brady leaves. Belichick somehow convinces Kraft that not spending that money on Tom Brady was a great idea. He wins the Super Bowl. The Patriots, under Cam Newton, because they don't have a plan, were a train wreck offensively. They have a good 2021. They bounce back tremendously with McDaniels doing a great job of orchestrating things with, with Jones. McDaniels leaves, again, no plan for replacement. All those guys they spent $172 million on <clears throat> in guaranteed money in 2022 are so bad, and the decision to have Patricia and Judge running the offense caused it a massive regression and dysfunction. They were one of the worst teams in the league, coach-wise, in terms of penalties and situational football. Wow. Tom Curran of NBC Sports Boston coming off the top rope, being brutally honest about what Bill Belichick has been and what the Patriots have been post-Tom Brady. We have talked about this on several different occasions this offseason. You all are probably like, oh, this snarky, you know what? Yeah, I'm serving my agenda here tonight on overtime, man. I'm glad that somebody as credible as Tom Curran is speaking the same language I'm speaking in terms of the hoodie. I mean, Bill Belichick, is he in over his skis? Is he in over his skis? The thing to me that's most alarming about all of this is the plan at quarterback. Ron Rivera, we get on him all the time about his plan at quarterback since he's taken over here in D.C. But the plan in New England at quarterback post-Tom Brady it's been awful. It's been awful. Let's, let's call it what it is. Tom kind of a, a laid it out for us there. The year immediately following Brady's departure, Cam Newton. Cam Newton was their answer at the quarterback position. Mind you, 
This is the same draft that Joe Burrow came out in. It's the same draft that Tua Tungavaloa came out in. They could have went the draft route that year. They chose not to. You're the veteran in Cam Newton. Okay. Second year. Cam Newton doesn't work. You go to Mac Jones. You win 10 games in 2021. It was great. But they followed up. They followed up on Mac Jones in 2020. They followed up on that with hiring Joe Judge and Matt Patricia as the team's offensive coordinator, offensive play callers, the people cooking with gas in the offensive room. They have done everything in their power to ruin Mac Jones. You know what the latest example is? You know what the latest example is? All that money, all that money that New England should now have because Tom Brady's not on your books, eating up your cap space, you should have more than enough money to go out and get Mac Jones, a true number one wide receiver. Yeah, Devontae Parker isn't cutting it for your boy. It's just not. It's just not. Juju Smith-Schuster is not cutting it for your boy. I'm so frustrated at what's happening to Mac Jones and the, the narrative around him nationally. And I understand he did some very inappropriate things during the football season in terms of, you know, participating in plays that could be considered dirty, doing dirty things on the field. I get that. He is the ultimate competitor. You ask anybody at the University of Alabama what they think about Mac Jones, and I think he gets glowing reviews. Even his receivers to this day speak glowingly about Mac Jones. So it ain't a Mac Jones problem in New England, right? I understand he's been inconsistent. He's had maturity issues. All of that's fine. This is Bill freaking Belichick we're talking about. What Tom Curran said at the end of that clip about New England last year being one of the worst teams situationally, being one of the worst teams in terms of penalties. It's all true, ladies and gentlemen. That's real. That's real. The numbers last year for New England on offense, 26th in yards per game, 17th in points per game. It's not good. And the sad part about it is their defense was pretty good. 11th in points allowed. Eighth in yards allowed. It was a good group defensively. Yet, they were only able to muster eight wins. Huge disappointment. They had injuries at the quarterback position. Mac Jones goes down. Bailey Zappi comes in. All of that is fine. To me, this, this all centers back to Bill Belichick because the situation in New England is just so much different than everywhere else. He is the head coach and the general manager. So all personnel shortcomings fall on Bill Belichick. Tom Curran was talking about some of the contracts that have been given out by New England over the past couple of years. They paid Devontae Parker buku money this offseason. You know what Devontae Parker hasn't shown the ability to do in his career? Stay on the football field. Hunter Henry, that threw him the bag last year. Who was the other? They signed two tight ends last year. I'm blanking on the other one. He also didn't work out for him. He may still be there, but you get what I'm saying. They bring in Mike Jacecki this offseason. Okay, we'll see. We'll see if it works or not. Defensively, the hoodie gets all the credit in the world. That group, no matter what type of personnel changes they've had, they've been able to keep things afloat on the defensive side of the football. But when you are also the general manager, And based on what Tom Curran said, 
Bill Belichick's the reason Brady's not in New England anymore. They didn't want to pay him. He convinced, stupidly enough, Robert Kraft, who was too busy in a massage parlor to even care about that, he allowed Bill Belichick to make that stupid decision. And now as he sits here at 70 years of age, ladies and gentlemen, he's 70. He's 70. You don't think he's a little bit senile based on the decisions he's making? He decided after a 12-4 and campaign, ladies and gentlemen, that Tom Brady needed to hit the road. And what did he do? He went to Tampa and went to the Super Bowl immediately. What did he do the next year? It wasn't so pretty the next year. But clearly Brady had things in the tank left. And Belichick cut the plug too quickly, I feel like. And, and I want to see where they go from here. Because the number one takeaway from all of this and why we're talking about it is Tom Curran of NBC Sports Boston confirmed what I've already been saying here this offseason, that Patriots head coach Bill Belichick is indeed on the hot seat, 110%. Now, considering the upgrades that have been made across the AFC East, I don't see the Patriots making the postseason unless all four teams from the East make it. Then what? What happens? What happens to Bill Belichick? Does Robert Kraft have the gall to fire Bill Belichick? The bigger question, and Bill Belichick's job security should be tied to this. His job security should be tied directly to the success of Mac Jones this year. Because last year, call it what you want, hiring Joe Judge and Matt Patricia, it's like hiring me as your offensive coordinator. I might have been better. I mean, you just completely melted away a season of Mac Jones on a rookie contract. That is organizational malpractice. If any other organization in football was made the moves that New England made on offense last year, we would be crushing them. But we're not because it's Bill Belichick. I know it's D.C., but I want to open up the phones on this. 1-800-636-1067 is the number. You can tweet at me as well. It's at N-E-L-L underscore BTP. Thank you. Uh, to esteemed producer at NBC4, Heather McDonough, for tweeting at me. It is Jonu Smith, the tight end that I was referring to. But I want to open up the phones on this. MGM National Harbor listener lines wide open. Fans out there, do you think it's fair that Bill Belichick is on the hot seat? You can tweet at me as well. It's at N-E-L-L underscore BTP. According to Tom Curran, Longtime Patriots insider for NBC Sports Boston. He joined the Rich Eisen show earlier today and said that Bill Belichick is on the hot seat. Is it fair or is it not? 1-800-636-1067 is the number. We'll take your calls on the other side of this break. I'll also tell you this one team in the AFC that I think everybody is sleeping on. That's next here on The Fan. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.
1-800-636-1067 is the number on the MGM National Harbor Listener Lines. You can tweet at me as well. It's at N-E-L-L underscore BTP. It's the youngest in charge movement, Linnell Willingham. Riding with you for a couple of four moments before we dish the rock to Charlie Slows and Dave Jagler. They'll get you warmed up for Nats and Cubs. That is a 8.05 first pitch. And per usual, you can hear all of the action right here on The Fan. If you're just tuning into the show, last segment, we hit Linnell's lead line, my top story of the night. Tom Curran, longtime Patriots insider for NBC Sports Boston, he says that he thinks Bill Belichick is on the hot seat. If there are any Patriots fans out there, even if you're not a Patriots fan, I just think this is a super intriguing topic. Do you think it's fair if Bill Belichick is on the hot seat? 1-800-636-1067 is the number. You can tweet at me as well. It's at N-E-L-L underscore BTP. I don't know a lot of Patriots fans in this market, but I do know one. I got Jeremiah in Fairfax. What's going on, bro? How you doing? Good. I'm doing well. The first Patriots, I'm 21. The first Patriots game I ever lo- I ever watched was the 2007 Patriots. Oh, don't talk. Do not call in here, Jeremiah, to try to crap on us. I'm not. I'm not. The first game I ever watched was the <laughs> loss in the Super Bowl for the undefeated season. I've been a Patriots fan my whole life. Listen, listen, okay, listen. go ahead. To say Bill Belichick is on the hot seat is ridiculous. Look at everything he's done. I understand what happened last year. He hired a potato for offensive coordinator. That's understandable. <laughs> Maybe general manager Bill Belichick is on the hot seat. But coach, no, 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 no. Look at the defenses he creates. And people ignore his defensive coordinator status in the New York Giants when they won two Super Bowls. I know they had Lawrence Taylor, but still. And look at all the players he drafts on defensive backs. Look at all the corners he just finds, the undrafted free agents. J.C. Jackson, Jack Jones, before he decided to take a mm-hmm. gun into an airport, which is a whole other story. <laughs> it's just there is too much good. There is too much good. And the last thing I have to say is Mac Jones and the Patriots went to the playoffs with basically the same roster in his rookie year. He got hurt last year. Dynasties end. They're not going to be as good as they were. It happens. But you think Todd you think Todd Bowles would win six Super Bowls with Tom Brady? You think Rex Ryan would win six Super Bowls with Tom Brady? Out of your mind. That is all I have to say. Thank you for having me on and have a good show. Jeremiah, I appreciate you tapping in as always. I wanted you to hang on, Jeremiah. If you have if you if you hear this, Jeremiah, call back. Is it I, I want to go back and forth with somebody on this because this to me, everything he said is valid, right? General manager Bill Belichick. He's made some questionable decisions over the past few years. Coach Bill Belichick, though, I always give credit where credit is due. Between him and Arthur Smith, talking about guys doing the most with the least amount of talent, defensively, there's not a ton of talent on New England's defense, but they get the most out of guys. Look at some of New England's defensive rankings here over the past couple of years. Last year, they were eighth in yards allowed per game. They were 11th in points allowed. They were second. Is this real? Can't be. Patriots were second in takeaways last year. I don't believe that. That sounds a little bit fishy. But I'm on, I'm on pro football reference right now, so maybe maybe we might got to scrap our old resource here talking about pro football reference. Or I just don't know what the abbreviation stands for because I'm a dummy. But defensively, right, no matter what the personnel has looked like, they have been a competent group. On the offensive side of the football, they've won six Super Bowls. Yes, with, with, with Tom Brady. You can make an argument they should have won more. You can make the argument they should have won more. The one thing that I'm really frustrated about is their handling of Mac Jones, Jeremiah. You don't think it's ridiculous and organizational malpractice that they just punted on last season 
you're still on Mac Jones' rookie contract, which is the most valuable asset in the National Football League right now, and they just wasted one of the years last year, and they won't go pay to get him a number one wide receiver. As I said, general manager Bill Belichick very well may be on the hot seat. Last year, yeah, he hired a potato on offensive coordinator. I don't know what he did last year, but I don't think one year of incompetence and not even necessarily But, but, but Jeremiah, 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 I don't even think it's just about last year. It's the decision to move on from Tom Brady when they did. It wasn't smart. They didn't have a succession plan because Cam Newton was a terrible succession plan. He definitely did not have a succession plan. But I think over the past few years since Tom has left to Tampa, Bill and him have tried to portray this image of a relationship of just something (laughs) that it really wasn't. Tom Curran himself has reported that despite all the fond words they have for each other, Mm -hmm. they just didn't like each other by the end of the the trail there. Like, Tom wanted to get out. So there's more to it than just saying, well, they just let him go and they shouldn't have. If Tom, under the, you know, behind the scenes was like, I don't want to be here. It kind of puts Bill's hands behind his back when that is the greatest quarterback of all yeah. time. Well, you just got to sit down. You're a regular Jeremiah, employee. Here. I, like, I no, even, you, and, and I think we'll get more. I, I want a 30 for 30 done on Tom's time in, in Tampa, I mean, in, uh, in New England, and the exit. Because it's, it's juicy, bro. The one thing I was saying, it we're is. up against it here. So I, I appreciate you calling back, my man. Jeremiah brought up a good point. But, but to me, Tom Curran alluded to it. It's not like Tom didn't want to be there. He wanted to finally be compensated properly. He took all these seasons of taking pay cuts, and then when it was time for him to go back to the negotiating table and get his real bag this time, the Patriots said, nah, we're not willing to spend that much money at the quarterback position at this point in your career. And as Tom Curran has been reporting, that was a Bill Belichick decision. It's going to be interesting because, like we just said, Bill O'Brien taking over as the new offensive coordinator. They've got some weapons for Mac Jones in New England, but it's it's a B-plus, B-minus group. But if they don't have success this year, and then they come in last place in the AFC East, what's the narrative around Bill Belichick uh, heading into next year? We'll see, man. We'll see. We've got Nats baseball coming up next. If you want to keep the conversation going with me on Twitter, it is very simple. Pay attention. It's at... N-E-L-L underscore BCP. We're back with you tomorrow following Grant and Danny. We'll warm you up once again tomorrow uh, for Nats baseball. Charlie Slows, Dave Jagler, coming up next. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.